It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. I tell the whole best family. My suit and my suit test. Get ready for the save our youth. And family conference call. All right. Now, um, for those who may be in a small amount of confusion in regards to the Save Our Youth and Family conference call. A couple of things that must be um, acknowledged. That Save Our Youth Family is a mission. Okay. And we have two projects that we're developing. One project is um nonprofit organization which is titled Save Our Youth and family annual march, which um, is for the community of Charleston, South Carolina, to provide services for our brethren and sisters over there. And uh, when we say march, don't get it mixed up that we on that Martin Luther King type march, you know what I'm saying? Acting government, justice, and rights and equality, and all of that stuff. March and more in terms of a conference, you know, what we really mean by march. We, mean, we really mean marching in terms of a conference, you know, more in terms of networking. So that's the whole purpose, you know, uh, us using the term march. This is a uh, conference call. This this just not no show, no lecture, or anything in that nature. So I'm not sure if anybody had called in because I'm not in control of the board right now. But if anybody is already with us, you know, feel free to participate at any time. Everyone is uh, unmuted at this moment in time. So. Um, President, Vice President, um, the Henry, and they also the founder and co-founder Minister John D. Henry, President, founder of Save Our Youth, 
time is it? March. Annual March. 501c3. Nonprofit organization. And his wife, her name is um, Purcell. She is um, the vice president, co founder of our youth family march. Sure. Give me a second. Checking see what's good with the minister. Um, as a matter of fact, um, we also have a project that we're working on entitled um, Hotep Village, which is an economic development program. And this is not no non-corporate organization. This is So about the hotel village, um, it's an economic development program um, that me and a brother from Texas named Rob Bob is um, working on. And um, we're talking about making this a natural community that's going to have, you know, Basically, everything that you have in your typical city, but it's going to be based more on uh, Nubianomics, you know, instead of, um, you know, um, economics, which is actually on a different thing.
Hotep family. Yeah, so uh, Hotep African Village, more of an economic program that we're going to be building for our people. You know, start in construction. And the whole purpose, you know, of this conference for us to, um, so, lay out the frontiers of information in regards to how we're going to go about these things, stuff in that nature. So, uh, we'll do. See where I get in contact with some of the branches. Yeah, so we should have Brother Ron Bob coming in any time. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to go ahead and have a you know, brief discussion about these things. Very, very busy brothers, you know. Pretty sure they're going to call in at this eighth hour. <laughs> No, probably, they probably not necessarily going to call in and collect like I did, but pretty sure people are going to be rolling in once they wrap up doing what they're already doing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. A beautiful time, you know. Me as a young brother, you know, I had an opportunity to work with the elders to establish some for our people, you know. It's real beautiful, you know. I almost thought it was like that there was like complete separation between us and the elders. But we're starting to figure that that we have elders out here quite interested, you know, in providing something for the youth. That right there, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Very beautiful thing. Because, you know, um, enemy they're trying for greetings who we have with us right now okay this this is Bob in Houston Texas okay Mom, Bob my brother my brother yes 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 and and uh, who else do we have with us uh, brother Amun um Still waiting for some for some more people to call in. Okay, okay, good, good, good. 
Okay. So you get a copy of the Ten Commandments? Mm. I have to check my email. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, Ten Commandments, I'm, can you tell me a little bit about it? Huh? Can you tell me a little bit about these Ten Commandments? Well, uh, I had uh, I read the uh, the article on Nubianomics, and they fell in line with with these Ten Commandments that the Son of God had given to me. He 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 didn't put them on a on a stone tablet, he burned them on my iPad tablet and asked me to share with everybody else. And when I say the son of God, I mean the S-U-N of God. I woke up one morning and he had burned Ten Commandments on my iPad tablet, like the same way Moses got his commandments burned on a rock tablet. And I sent you a copy. Okay. Check it out. Check it out. But it's it's something that uh, from here on out that uh, something that we're probably going to have to abide by because you know these Christian Ten Commandments never really applied to us. Those those Christian Ten Commandments was applying to the devil and the curse that he had to deal with. And you know the Christian um, tablets is really a remnant or imitation, incomplete mm-hmm. version of the forty-two mm-hmm. declaration of Ma'at. Yes, 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 yes. And were those the declaration of Ma'at? Were they the same as the uh, negative confession? Um, the negative confession. I'm uh-huh. not, I think some people call it that. Oh, okay. I think it's more like a European term for, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. Well, you're, but check out check out those, man, and, uh, and let me know what you think about it when you get a chance. Uh, have, have you, yeah. Is Minister Henry, It's AP, they're probably still dealing with the flooding out that way, huh? Okay, good evening. Good evening. Hold tap, everyone. Oh, I am. I am. For the whole time. Other than Come on, you're the heart of the organization, but you know you got to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I apologize. Yeah, I thought I would have to need a boat. Do you need a boat down there, brother? A Texas-sized boat.
a more of a motivation drive to come out of this condition because I don't like to feel that I'm trapped and can't get out. And I so everything that we're working towards, let's say my mm-hmm. youth and family and your march and our economic um, blueprint plan, is yeah. a lot of things that, you know, that's going to help different situations like the way we are now. Yes. You know, we would be set up pretty high, and uh, we wouldn't have to worry about a flood, you know, in our area. So, yeah, it's just an experience that, you know, our ancestors allowed me to go through on a personal level and say, okay, we need we need to add a disaster uh, plan also into the making. With that, like I was talking to Brother Armand, that um, after we get done with this process right here, um, phase two is going to be dealing with um, disaster preparedness, especially here in South Carolina. So, yes. Um, yeah. So uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, look over the proposal. Okay. And um, I didn't want any of the other investors to come in. And I just wanted to, um, who who's all on here right now so I know how to address and how to bring things. Well, well we could do it like this. Can everybody introduce themselves one by one? I'll start off. Um, of course, I'm Moon, the Hoodie Show Yasuo, the Green Hair Representative of um, Save Our Youth and Family March. Okay. Next person. Uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, Ron Bob in uh, Houston, Texas. What we have on? Right. Well, I guess I think it's three of us, Minister. Okay, and that's that's very good. Uh, I'm glad it's just us three because I right now the way things was going, like I said, in, in South Carolina over the last 48 hours. But I I really just want to touch bases with us three to see exactly. Um, what are the avenues that we're going to start pushing forward? First, let's, let's elaborate on the uh, proposal. How is, is that looking? I didn't get a chance to, to go over and view it because my Wi-Fi been down and we got yes. over um, 2,000 people that's without electricity, and I'm glad that my electricity is on. Oh, yeah, great. I even went over to McDonald's and Burger King, and the library was closed, and their Wi-Fi was down, so everything is happening for a reason. I see. When, when, when you get a chance, um, Brother um, um, Ron, um, send me um, a copy again of the proposal so I'll be able to go over it. Okay. Tomorrow afternoon, I'll be able to do that about two o'clock. So anytime before two o'clock tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon, uh, you okay. can send that to my email. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because what I did, I sent a copy of it to Brother Amun, and uh, we looked over it, and there were some changes we made to it, and uh, so I sent an updated version out today. And uh, I did I did copy you on an updated version, <clears throat> and I'll send another one, you know, just so you make sure you have it. Uh, okay. But as far as the proposal goes, uh, uh, like I said, it uh, pretty much outlined, you know, what our vision is for uh, 
4,500 acres. And uh, our brother Amun and I, we spoke about it as to how, you know, we would finance the purchase of the 3,500 acres. And and so the, the the idea that we have for financing it is to first, you know, sell uh, 4,000 home sites on the 3,500 acres. So 4,000 home sites would take up around 500 acres. Okay. So we would put four homes on each acre. And so that would give us a total of 4,000 home sites. And we would sell each home site at $4,000 an acre. And that would give us a grand total of how much, Brother Amun? Yeah, that would give us a grand total of um, 227000 I mean, yeah, $227 million. Yeah. I think it would give uh, $200 million. Is that what it came out to? 227. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that may that may or may not was that 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 227 million, brother Moon. Is that for the land only, or is it for the land and the houses together? Yeah, I'm gonna give you the whole estimate for okay. For 400 people to purchase four thousand dollars, one acre of the land, which is a lot, and to develop their home would be approximately 50,000 including the land which is 11,000 and you know um 4,000 mm-hmm. times 50,000 I mean yeah 4,000 times 50,000 is 200,000 okay and, and, and then each one of these people out of the 400 homes you know 4,000 each one of these people got to pay 4,000 for a lot and then they got to pay about Fifty thousand for the for the um homes, and then mm-hmm. we got to pay eleven thousand for the land in total, and then you put all of that together, mm-hmm. one hundred twenty-seven million. Yeah, yeah. So that would give us for to sell off uh, five hundred acres with home, that would give us two hundred twenty-seven million dollars. And so after we purchase the land at around eleven million. Then we'd have that. Uh, we'd have like roughly two hundred and fifteen million dollars to uh, to build the homes, and we would sell the home with an average price of fifty thousand per home, but it would cost us around between twenty twenty five thousand to construct each home. Okay, so we we'll be making uh, twenty five thousand off of each home. Yes, we make twenty five thousand off each home. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so the only other thing we would be looking at is uh, the cost of the infrastructure. In other words, uh, uh, the homes, uh, we would probably uh, dig wells on the property. That way we'd have our own water system. Right. And uh, and and the other, you know, the power companies coming in. And I mean, we we the homes will have options for solar packages also. I think a solar package for a home would cost roughly anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars if they want that extra option on the home. The solar package, but uh, but the power power companies, you know, they would run their own lines. They would charge us anything to run their own lines on there, as well as the. Uh, um, uh, 
and uh, as well as uh, I don't know if we, we we if you guys have gas out that way, but I guess the home would be a uh, 100% electricity. No, this is this is what we're gonna do. Um, okay. Every every home, every facility that's on that property right there is we're gonna be self-sufficient. Um, yeah. Everything is going to go on solar power and solar energy and wind energy. And the reason yeah. why I say that is because we want to try to keep the environment as clean as possible. Exactly. And uh, we have so many, I guess you call it silos in South Carolina that the air is polluted real bad. We don't want to add to uh, the green gases and all that stuff right there. That's why it's, it's the best suggestion to go to keep people caused down um, yeah. on the living expenses as far as the utilities because if we have these homes constructed the way that I have in mind, each mm-hmm. family will be paying less than, I say, less than $100 for all the utilities. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. And then also, we'll have our own water filtration system, you know, in there. So this way, we ain't got to. See, I don't want to pay South Carolina nothing. If anything, they're going to be, they're going to, we'll be able to sell them some of our power. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's that's got to be our key focus on um, yeah. how can we get these solar panels, how can we get the materials to yeah. do the construction and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so um, one day, me and you and uh, Brother Amun, we're gonna have to take a trip to um, to Venus, Florida, and that's where we. That's where we meet a person named um, Jock. He's about 87 years old. And the way that he constructed the, um, his project is something like he's been trying to do something like what we're getting ready to do for over seven years. Wow. Uh, he, was, he was fighting against the bureaucrats because if you allow something like this to come in place, it's going to knock them right out of the, it'll knock this whole tail off the map, you know what I'm saying? Because, and, but yet we had it that way anyway because the technology is there. And I just don't see that any any person, regardless of race, creed, and color, should be deprived from free technology that's out there to make our lives better. Right, 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 and, and so, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you got a chance to um, check out that Venus project on YouTube, and, and it gave you a good. I think it's about an hour and some minutes long. Oh, and even the even the material for the construction of the home. It is, you know, you never have to worry about have to spray your house with termite damage. We have termites in South Carolina that eat up our, 
a magnet if you don't use different insecticides and chemicals to keep those things up. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. the house, the houses that Jock has in mind, and I'm I'm a representative of the Venus Project. Okay. And there's another project that I'm also a representative of, and that's this organization called Thrive. And um, both of those, I, I get a good general idea of the, the envision that our ancestors have posted on my heart and my mind. And we just customize it for our, 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 um, our project. Like the material will last over a hundred, over a hundred and fifty years without doing any maintenance on it at all. I see. Right. And so that's where we'll be dealing with the the modern look or looking towards the future look in modern homes or homes towards the future. Now, right. Fun, yeah. As far as the African village and culture art center and that community, the houses that you are, I believe, is elaborating on that cost maybe, you know, uh, fifty thousand to build. We make uh, twenty five thousand off of that. The houses mm-hmm. that got like the straw tops on that. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep in mind too. We're gonna have two different sets. Of living right. environment, you know, right. and some is going to be on a permanent basis, and mm-hmm. some of them are going to be like rental, you know, or some of them are going to like lease it, like timeshare property, you know what I'm saying? And so those construction, I call it a hut for right now. I'm not trying to discredit it, but I, yeah. I just call yeah. it a hut for right now because yeah. that yeah. will fit in that area. Of the African Geechee Color Village Park, you see that? Yeah, that I mean that's just like a a hand in a glove. I love that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so, yeah. and that I'm all 100 for that and everything. And but yet now what we have to do, we have to see how much the construction material is going to cause for the modern homes. And those yeah. modern homes, those modern homes, they're going to range from, let's say, maybe um, eighty to 120000 a piece. Well, on the proposal, we have a residential yes. home, two and three bedrooms. We'll be able to construct, those are the ones that we propose to construct for 50000 and okay. uh, they will be, uh, and then we have the huts. Those are where people can stay in on the weekend, and those uh-huh. will run around five thousand to construct each one of those. Uh, okay. So, so when you look at the proposal, you'll see, and and the the, the homes, the residential homes that we have around fifty thousand, those are going to be uh, panelized construction. In other words, uh-huh. the walls the walls will be insulated panels. That will you know insulate the homes real good, and the reason that uh, the the cost is so low is that we won't necessarily build the homes. The homes will be pre-built in a factory, and then there'll be the panels will be uh, pre-built, 
and then when they get mm-hmm. to the construction site, you you assemble them at the construction site. So okay. so in, in other words, we'll save a lot on labor costs with the home. When you see the uh, proposal, you'll see the, the different models that uh, that that we'll be able to offer, and okay. and those those will be you know they but they're not quite like the Venus project, but these uh-huh. are uh, are like around fifty thousand and uh and, and for the average uh, person to purchase and they could pay it off within ten years. They could own their home within ten years. Oh, okay, and, great, great. Yeah. Great. So, that's so awesome. yeah, yeah. So that's for the you know the, the the person with the at that particular income level. And then of course, you know, the Venus we could offer the Venus phase of the project, like you said, eighty to hundred fifty thousand and we could offer that phase also, like you know, like you were saying. But what's what's the uh, website again for the Venus Project? It was a YouTube video, right, uh, brother? Uh, uh, yeah, um, for, for the v- Venus Project, yeah, there's a YouTube video. There's about maybe about three or four of them out there. Oh, okay. And, um, okay. All all of them is great, and I mean, when when a person out of California t- sent it to me, said, "Hey, I think what your idea was doing. Look at this right here." And see how you can construct it to fit, you know, our program. And when me and my queen watched that video, I mean, it was about an hour and a half. We was amazed <laughs> at why something like this ain't going on now in Florida, and then spread spreading over the whole continent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. we know how we know how our system is run to um, keep people in debt and keep them enslaved. You see what I'm saying? If if they can suck all the blood out of us, that's what their ultimate aim is, to suck the blood and the life out of us. That's been their whole purpose purpose in life. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes, that's that's their whole purpose in life. And so, Mm -hmm. but now we're standing at the crossroads that, no, we're not going to be, you know, yeah. treated like less than three fourths of a human being with that Jim Crow thing. You know, yes, right. All everything that they said that that came against us that they imposed upon us is on the books. So now yeah. them books is open up. So now we can charge them with different war crimes against humanity. Yes. You know what I'm saying because we setting everything up for our destruction and not for our survival. That's right. And especially here in South Carolina, that's why, you know, God's judgment is on South Carolina because of her unjust deeds to the Gullah Geechee people. You see what I'm saying? You got to pay reparations or you got to do something because you just can't take the people's resources from them and leave them to defend for themselves and the first alternative that they have to do is going break in the store or rob and kill and steal from the neighbors just to survive. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so that's senseless. So yeah. that's why it's prudent that we customize this as a perfect society. You know, saying mm-hmm. I, I want it to be, or we want it to be stress-free, you see. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. I was talking to Brother Moon the other day, is that mm-hmm. eventually later on down the road we're going to get away from the monetary system and go with a point system or the some point. kind of other 
or some kind of other currency that the people, the residents and the employees that's living there, you see what I'm saying, if they choose to want to step outside the territory, they can go to the exchange place, which will be our own bank, you know what I'm saying, and switch uh, their, their point system over to whatever currency United States is going to yes, be sir. up under. Yeah, John, I was actually um, talking to, um, I was actually talking to, um, um, brother um, Rob about about the currency system earlier when I was talking to him on the phone. Um, yes, we have you know, we have went over some things before we actually, you know, got into this conference call that I'd like to share with you so we could all be on the same page. Uh, yes, I'm gonna break, I'm, okay, I'm gonna break this down in three categories. One category is immediate goals. Uh, the second category is short term goals, and then the third category is long term goals. Now, first, I'm going to go over the immediate goals, okay? The immediate goals that we need to that, that need to be done, you know what I'm saying, like as of this year, as soon as possible, is that we need somebody to be um, a researcher of building materials, which means that we need somebody to research where we could buy building materials, and then once we get a list of where we could buy them, then we want to see how much the materials cost at each one of these places, you know what I'm saying, that we need. Then we need somebody um to um be a pavement uh to, to design a model, a pavement development model for the housings on the lots. Which means that, you know what I'm saying, one method that um brother Rob has shared with, with us is that um, you know, we get we get um one acre of land divided into um four lots and um sell it for four thousand dollars each. Okay, but we wanna have somebody to develop a model where, you know what I'm saying, people how people can finance that lot and how people can finance their homes. You know what I mean? Some people could probably put a collateral for a lot. Other people may want to do monthly plans. Other people may want to do quarterly plans where they make three payments a year. We need we need to develop a model for that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, if we can't find nobody to do it, my suggestion is that we do all of these things until we can find somebody to take over it for us, like the building material research, the model for the um, payment development. Then we need a grant researcher. We need somebody, you know what I'm saying, to research grants. You know what I'm saying? Not for a hotel village, because a hotel village is going to be under the trust, because that's the actual economic development plan, but for Save Our Youth and Family Annual March, because we want to get grants for, for, for that, because it's a nonprofit organization. We can take some of that money from the grants, you know what I'm saying, and invest it, you know, in the hotel village project. But the type of grants that we want to research is grants that will coincide with the hotel village. For instance, we could get grant money to teach young children in Georgetown how to build homes. We could get grants, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to teach children in Georgetown how to build solar technology, you know what I'm saying, um, agriculture, you know, stuff like that. So we need somebody to research and find people who are giving out grant money or loans you know what I'm saying, for these type of programs, okay, but when, we, when somebody researched the grant, and these are still immediate goals, we're still in the category of immediate goals. Um, Hello. 
You still with me? Yeah, I'm still with you. Okay, okay. So so we need a grant writer. We need to find a grant writer. Somebody, you know what I'm saying, who write grants. And then, you know what I'm saying, what we got to find is, um, you know, um, board members because you mentioned earlier that, you know what I'm saying, you, um, you have a lack of board members because you have to lay some people off. So I'm gonna go over these. So 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 I'm gonna recap. We need uh, somebody to research building materials. We need somebody to develop a model for pavement development for the housing. We need um, a grant researcher. We need the grant writer. You know what I'm saying? We need to figure out uh, how we're gonna get some more board members to that we could trust. And then the second phrase, you know, uh, this immediate goal category is that once we have a develop payment develop model for the lots. How people gonna purchase the lots and purchase a home? Then we have to go on the campaign, you know, to find these people to purchase these lots, you know, saying own the land. So, a couple of options we could do: we could um, go to major events with thousands of people, such as what happened in on ten ten. You know, where we could give spread the word out to people, you know, get many people emails as possible so we could stay in contact with them. Then we could set up the Indiegogo account. That's an online campaign account where we can have people to fund certain projects that we have. And then what, what, what um, Rob Bob brought to my mind is that we could establish a relationship with a black owned bank where, you know, saying they could give people loans to pay for the lots on the lands. You know what I mean? So these are the immediate goals. This is the thing that we need to focus on ASAP. I'm going to recapture one more time. A researcher for building materials, a model for payment development, a grant researcher, a grant writer, board members. Um, we need to go to major events, set up an Indiegogo account, and have some connections, you know what I'm saying, with banks. And then, um, you know, some of the, and some of the program that we should have, to get grants for is an agriculture program, a youth building program, and a food program. I sent you, I sent you information on the email about the food uh, grant for the food program. It got the eligibility and all of that stuff in order to receive the grant money. I sent that to you, I think it was yesterday. And then the second category is the short-term goals. Okay, the short-term goals is, you know what I'm saying, the goals that we need to Focus on after the immediate goals, which I just went over earlier. Now the short-term goals, which I'm going to go over now, is that we need to, we need to find 400 people to purchase, you know, what I'm saying one acre of land for four thousand dollars. Okay, we need to develop the homes at the on, on we we need we need fifty thousand dollars to develop the homes. Anything left over, you know, what I'm saying we could keep as profit. Then, you know, of course, we need $11 million for the land, to get the land. And um, and we need to establish a trust account once we have the land to put the land in the trust account to protect that asset so it won't be confiscated from us or anything in that nature. We won't be taxed for the land. Once it's in the right. trust camp account, it'll protect us from all of that. And right. and all of this would be an estimate of $227,000. Now, that's a short-term goal. Now, the long-term goal, once that's established, is, you know what I'm saying, to establish our identity on this sovereign land, to, to be in the process of making this land sovereign, where we can have an established identity, such as a nationality, you know, um, where we can be recognized, you know what I'm saying, as our own nation, 
And then we had to have our own credit and currency system, you know, um, alliance with other Nubian sovereign organizations, such as Gola Geechee's, Moors, Maroons, and an economic system and the military and security system. Now, these are the long-term goals, and but, and this, but, but what we should focus on at this yeah. moment in time is finding these researchers for for the grants and for the government. Right. right. And, and just to just to kind of update everyone. <clears throat> so so as far as the um the uh, uh the land purchase, we um we would establish a relationship with a bank and I know that uh, we have a bank uh, called Mechanics and Merchants Bank out of North Carolina. It's a black owned bank. And what one idea is to establish an account. So in other words, when we identify someone that wants to buy a lot, $4,000, uh, what they would do, they would contact Mechanics and Merchants Bank, and they would know exactly what they call them for, and they'd open up an account. And either they would put their whole $4,000 down, or they would put, uh, you know, 500 down, or pay 100 a month or whatever. But the, the main thing we would need is 4,000 people to commit to buying the land. You know, and and their credit won't have to be good. Their credit don't have to be great. You know, we're we're not going to make those same demands like those white folks do, because the land is the collateral anyway. So you shouldn't need credit to uh, a good credit record to buy this land because the land is the collateral anyway. So you set up. They set up an account. Say yes, I want I want a uh, minister. I want to buy a, a, a lot. Four thousand dollars, and then I want to put five hundred down. I want to put a thousand down. I want to put four thousand. So they open up account. The money sits there. It sits there. In the meantime, we have a contract with the plant with the uh, landowners to take that property off the market for one year until we get our four thousand people to sign up to buy this land. And so, four thousand people. 4,000 lots, that would give us a gross amount of $16 million. So we would raise $16 million, uh, uh just selling the land, and then we would take $11 million out of that $16 million and purchase the 3,500. Actually, actually it's $160 million, $160 million, I believe. $160 million? Yeah. Okay, that, that's just for the land only? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just for uh, 4,000 people spending $4,000 for a land. Okay. Okay, okay, good, good. So so that way, raising money for the land sale would pay for everything, just the land only, okay? And then we would go in and then we would ask the potential builder, or the, uh, which house do you want? The, we, we got three different this houses. We got this house here that's 30000 We got this bigger house, 50000 We got this Venus Project house for an average price of 100000 And then they would select, you know, which one they would want to uh, to live in. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the panelized construction of the $50,000 house, I have, I have a company in China that would assemble all the parts to the house and for us for 13000 But as I was mentioning to Brother Amun, we really want to try to produce those ourselves and give jobs to our people. And and so we want to offer our people to construct these houses and and give them jobs. And and we can do it for the same price that the Chinese could do it for. 
uh, we just have to uh, uh, pre-assemble all the houses and uh, and get the cost and everything. I have to look in my records, but I think I have a video that shows how those panels are constructed. They're they're insulated panels, and uh, uh, we have one similar here in Houston that they constructed some apartments with, and a, a two-bedroom apartment constructed with these panels, the average electricity cost is like uh, $40 a month, and that's in the winter and the summer. It's $40 a month to uh, to heat and cool these apartments because they're so well insulated. Yeah, so 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 we would actually figure out, not figure out, but we would learn how to construct these panels ourselves. And uh, and, and I, I tell you, it, the, the panels are made of, uh, it's almost like a sheetrock on the, the inside panel. In between the wall, in between the wall and the exterior, it's a material similar to what you would see in an ice chest. You ever see those ice chests that you buy in the store, those cheap ice chests? Well, the yeah. inside is insulated. Yeah, it's insulated, insulated with that same type of material, but it, 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 it's a solid block. It's a solid block of that ice chest material that you insert between the exterior and interior wall. And so that is the uh, – so it has like an ice – the effect of an ice chest. You know how ice chests keep things cool and keep things right. warm? Well, it would have a similar effect like an ice chest. And so that's right. what those panels are pretty much constructed of. And uh, okay. and so and so uh, we would uh, we would pre-assemble the panel, and of course we would visit a house first. I, uh, we could, there's a lot of houses they are constructed with their panels, so we want to visit one, look at it, and everything, inspect it for ourselves. But those are the type of panels we're looking like. And so we would pre-assemble the panels in a warehouse prior to construction, and we may you know we we like I said we're hiring own people to construct them. And we, we just uh, assemble them in a the warehouse. And by assembling them in a the warehouse, you only need one or two skilled people that really know what they're doing. And you got general laborers that they tell them what to do. And so, therefore, you save a lot in construction costs that way. So, so those, that's just kind of a you know brief uh, idea on how we construct okay. the homes. In and, addition uh, to that, in addition to that, I just want to um, insert this as well. Um, if we can't find um, investors to pay these workers, you know, to um, to construct their houses in these properties, you know, a, a way that we could get get this to take place without money coming out of our pocket but into our pocket is to find a pro is to find grant funding for a youth building program where we could get money, get grant money. To have young children in the Georgetown area, you know, and maybe we can even establish one out there where you were in Texas and where I'm in New England to learn how to build homes. And then, and then once they finish the completion of their course, they could um, get into an internship program, you know, where where mm -hmm. where where they get paid by an intern to build homes at our land. So right. therefore, the young brothers be getting funds. We be making funds and not losing no funds. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. right. And keep, yeah. And keep in mind that you're gonna have the funds because uh, once once the the individual that purchases the house, he he's coming in and he's purchasing it. You know, on his credit, 
you know, so in other words, uh, uh, they will, like say, they will go to the bank or, or they will set up whatever kind of financial we set up for them. Because there's some government programs uh, that uh, will, will, will pay for it also. Like, for instance, the Section 8 program, they allow uh, a person of, of low means, I mean, of low income, to buy a house. So, in other words, and so if they go to Section 8 and say, I want a, I want a, I want a house, because Section 8, want, they don't want a, their people to rent houses. They want them to buy houses. So if they, there's a Section 8 program, they tell Section 8, okay, I want to buy a house. So Section 8 will give us the $50,000 and say, okay, uh, so-and-so wants a house. Here's $50,000. She qualifies. And then, then we would, they would give us the 50000 and then we'd take twenty five and build a house. You see what I'm saying? So then there's another program called uh, NACA. NACA is more for middle-class people who want to buy a house. NACA will give them a loan. Uh, they don't have to have very good credit. NACA will give them a loan for up to $100,000 to get into a house. And all they would need is like about two or $3,000 down and they would let them have the house at 3% interest mortgage rate. So they can pay that house off in anywhere from 10 to 15 years. And that's what the, the NACA program. So, so, so those programs will be available to our buyers. So, so in other words, we'll have those programs in ready. In other words, we'll, we'll approach uh, Sue, uh, uh, Mabel on the street. Hey, Mabel, you interested in the program? Yeah, I'm interested. Okay, well, here's the application. We'll have applications already for them to fill out. Uh, uh, and get it financed that way. The other thing is that uh, President Obama just passed a program uh, for solar. Uh, they they will pay up to 50% of the cost if you construct your house with solar panels. The federal government will pay half of that cost. So, right, so that yeah. program is out there also. Yeah. So those are, uh, you know, there's so like like uh, Brother Moon said, that we, we have to research and find all these different uh, financing uh, ways for them to get them in the house. But I know that those are three ways that we can get them in addition to uh, the, uh, you know, some outside investors should we need them. Okay. Let me, uh, we got another caller, and um, I want to introduce um, Brother Ron Bob and Brother Amun to my queen, um, our vice president and co-founder, uh, Queen Priscilla Henry. She's on the line, too. Hi, how are you? Hello, 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 Queen Henry. How are you doing? I heard a lot of good things about you. I'm glad that we finally get to talk. Yes, I'm glad to, I'm glad to listen to what y'all are saying. Yes, 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 yes. Are you guys staying dry? Out that way, Queen Henry. We trying, we trying. Thank God for being up on the hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that was good. That was a smart move. Yes, it was. Yes, indeed. That's good. That God is good. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. I was listening to what you were just saying, mm -hmm. and. The one with the cooler, you know, the installation that has the cooler. Now, yes. let me ask you, in in the wintertime, would it be, if you was to build it like that, would it be warm? Yes. Where you don't have to use too much electricity or solar yes. panel or whatever yes. you would need? Yes. 
Yes, it, it, it works pretty much like an ice chest. You know, like when you put food in an ice chest, if it's warm, it keeps it warm. Or if you put yeah. something in it cold, it keeps it cold. Well, and that's, it, opser, it operates the same way an ice chest would because it's pretty much used the same, almost the same material in between the walls. So, yeah, okay. so when you, put that, when you put that heater on in the house, it, not much heat will escape. And therefore, that's when you save on your electricity bill because it doesn't. The, the house is tight, so not much. It doesn't allow much heat to escape, and that's the whole idea. So by not having that heat escape, you you, you use less uh, energy, and it works the same okay. way for same way for an air conditioner. It doesn't let that cold air escape the house. Everything is insulated good. The windows are insulated. The walls are insulated so that cold air does not escape the house, and that's the okay. whole idea. Between between a, a, a you know a well uh, uh, insulated home, would you yeah. be able to have it where if a storm or something occurred, it won't mm-hmm. just take the house away? Well, they, they, the construction is, is real uh, strong construction, and uh, you know it's about as strong as your uh, your normal houses that we have today. You know, they, mm-hmm. it's real thin construction. The panels are real solid panels. And I, I would say that it's probably even stronger than a conventional house, the way it's built. So it, because uh, everything, you know, everything is, is anchored uh, to the uh, concrete slab. And, uh, and yeah, the construction is just as strong as a, a conventional construction. And so, okay. and so what I'll do, like I said, I'll, I'll try to find that video that shows how the panels are constructed to give you an idea. But, yeah, it would be just as strong as, uh, as you know, a regular house. Yeah, because living in the South is sort of oh, make yeah. it a little bit hard between the tornadoes, the water, mm-hmm. which we all can't drink, yeah. and, you know, the wind blow real pretty real hard when the tornado is occurring. So oh, that's yeah. another thing that we were suggesting. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband and I was talking about that we also would need something that would be a home that would be strong enough to take any kind of wind or tornado, you know, whatever, that would come toward it. You see what I'm saying? So everybody can be secure. Yes, Yes, definitely. Because those same type homes are constructed here in, in the Houston, Texas area. And you know we get our share of hurricanes and tornadoes uh, yeah. down this way. As a matter of fact, uh, the same rain that you guys have, we've had two of those in the last uh, twenty years. We've had mm. two of those. Yeah. So so yeah. So we we uh, we go through the hurricanes also down here. And uh, okay. And uh, so so we yeah we want to definitely make sure that they stand you know, the test of that weather, especially these days. Yeah. Yeah, that, that weather's changed these days, you know. It, it, yeah, yeah, it seems like it's getting worse. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Minister Farrakhan was saying, he's been telling people for the last five years, he's been telling them, he said, y'all watch the weather. You know, he said, America ain't right, so y'all better watch that weather. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. right. That's right. And see, with the construction of the home, I know they have it in South Carolina um, mm-hmm. that, like, the uh, modular homes and the um, 
uh, trailer homes, you know, either double wide or single wide, and the modular mm-hmm. homes, they like they mm-hmm. fall upon the different classes, like a, a, yeah. a wind zone one and a wind zone two. Oh, yeah. So you want to yeah. get anything more of a wind zone two that can right. handle, you know, mm-hmm. winds up to at least mm-hmm. 114 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, these would be stronger than modular homes. Yeah, they'd be stronger than modular homes. They, like I said, they'll be on slab, and uh, construction material and process will be stronger than a modular home. Because modular homes, those are like what trailer homes, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, no, they're going to be they'll be much uh, stronger grade, and these these houses will actually you know appreciate in value instead of depreciate. So, so that's right. a good thing also. Yeah. Now, Minister Henry, I, uh, I have a question for you. In South Carolina, do you guys have to have building permits in order to build homes? Does that state require building permits? Uh, yes, they do require building permits, but I think there's a way that we can get around that, being that we be developing our own city. Right. So, um, yeah. once, once we get you know, the deeds and everything, and then I will have to go in front of um, county council, not city council, county council, and present um, our economical blueprint plan to them with uh, full details in an executive session, that way that it will be private and confidential. And only thing that we will have to do once we start getting to that phase right there is that they will have to notify the residents that's around that area to give them uh, some output or some input on what we are doing. Now, um, that I don't see that to be a major factor because the houses are so scattered all around there, it won't be like rebuilding within sight of a city. So um, I don't see that to be a problem as far as building permits because, you know, all the specs and everything is going to be, it's just like, hey, y'all did so much damage in the city constructing these houses right here that got lead in and you got people living in it and then now you want to try to put a cold on us, but you're not going to be able to put a cold on us. No. You know what I'm saying? But we have all the documentations and everything and the warranties and the guarantees that right. we're building to um, help to help mingle or mix in with the environment so that the environment will definitely be safe and it won't be um, disrupted too much, you know, that it can't reformalize itself. So... Um, I talked it with someone at um, county council, and they are willing to um, to help us out that through the whole process of making sure that you know we stay in so far of guidelines, but yet we are in our own guidelines because this is something totally new to this area here, and that um, they want to have a real good idea once I go in there and speak with them and let them know that this is the way the society should be. So this is a role model project that other states, if they choose to follow our blueprint plan, you see what I'm saying, South Carolina will be that, that leading state 
other states can follow. So it's a win-win situation on our side. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I want to keep in mind that um, um, a good way to build a home from um, natural disasters is concrete. You can sort of build a home sort of underground, but not the complete home in underground, but the base of the home is underground. And, you know, it's surrounded in concrete. That would be able to probably protect it from tornadoes and hurricanes and stuff in that nature. Yeah. 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 But see, a, a, lot, a lot of the homes that's in South Carolina, you gotta you gotta think we're not in a, not in New York or something like that that you can have a basement because the more you dig down, that's the more you're gonna hit water. So um, it's just like if we can have like a, it's not saying that it can't be done. You know, it's just like we will have to build a steel box to be under the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Just in case that it's just like a fallout shelter, but it's right, right. sealed that exactly. water cannot That's come exactly in what and I'm come talking out. About. Like a fallout okay. shelter type type homes, but built in concrete because it's difficult for water to penetrate the concrete. You know? Right, right. right. Yeah, well, I, I know that uh, here in Texas, we have that water table also, and 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 as well as Louisiana, it's it, you know, when if you bury someone in a graveyard, you can't dig, you can't, you got to bury them on top of the ground because of the water table. And uh, so, but, but, but all you have to do is just go in there with, with a few loads of dirt and build that ground up. And if you build that ground up with a few loads of dirt, then you, you can build that type of structure you're talking about, uh, brother. And uh, yeah, I can You just have to build that, build that dirt up. And, and then sort of like dig yeah. into the dirt. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the roof would even be uh, grass, you know. The roof of the structure is grass. You know, you got the dirt comes over the roof of the structure, and you got grass growing on top. I know what type of structure you're talking about. It looks good. Those look good. And uh, and they're, they're they're low cost to build because you uh, you, you you got uh, you got uh, five. Five uh, slabs a pound. You got the slab for your foundation. You got four concrete slabs for the wall, and then you got uh, uh, you got your roof structure, and but you're in the ground, and, and that's a well insulated home too. And uh, yeah, it's, you you that, that a home like that would would, would be almost half or a quarter of the cost of a regular home, and uh, that's 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 a project you can look at often also definitely. But like, so you have to have a fixed project, you know, because we, should, I mean, if this is a city, we should have like our low class, you know, mid class, you know, wealthy class as well. You know, keep that into consideration. Mm-hmm. The homes like that could be more for like the low class, lower class people. Right. 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 And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. And then some of the, well, some of the panelized constructed homes. Like I said, it would be just as strong or stronger than the regular home because the frame is going to be aluminum frame. So some of them won't have a two by four framing, but they'll actually be aluminum framing, and so that actually makes the, the home almost twice as strong as the uh, a regular home. So you got the aluminum framing, and then in between, 
each aluminum frame is that panel that you stick in between aluminum frame. So that structure of the house is, is going to be maybe twice as strong as a, as a normal house because of that aluminum framing between each panel. And, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so there, uh, I'm going to send you guys a video and you'll see what I'm talking about. It, uh, it give you an idea. I'll send everyone a video in a minute. And exactly how long would it take for one house to be rebuilt? Uh, it would take about on the average of two weeks to build each house. And the reason it would even the one, mm-hmm. even I'm the sorry. one that um, y'all were just talking about with the grass to be on the top. Oh, it's like you're building it down in the ground. How long would that take to? Something like that would take about two or three weeks. Of course, we'd have to get the uh, get the, uh, the the procedure down for doing such a house. But I've seen those constructed mm-hmm. before, and it's just a matter of uh, of uh, uh, you know the dirt. You know, you, you, it's mostly dirt, and you surrounded by uh, mostly a concrete wall surrounded by dirt, and that dirt. Acts as an insulator for the house, so so the electricity bill would be very low also because the dirt is acts like an insulator, and so it keeps that house warm and cool. So so mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, for, I've seen them constructed about two to three weeks to to uh, to do something like that, and uh, okay. so yeah, actually that's the easy ones to build. Are those ones that uh, Brother Amu was talking about? Those are easy. Yeah, because. Hearing that um, Brother Moo just said about having one for the lower class, having one for the medium class, and having one for, well, I would say the rich class. Mm-hmm. How would you build, okay, you just mentioned about how you can build one for the low class. Then what would be the next step for the medium class and the rich class? Would you consider the same way? Or a bigger home, you know, with the same construction. Well, for, yeah. for the middle class, I would probably say um, more expensive material, material that's just as strong, but more expensive, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot, a lot more bigger. But you know, not 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 too much in terms of being bigger, just the material. Because when it boils down to it, the people are really paying for the price it costs to to construct these homes. Not too much of the mm-hmm. size of the homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that probably that probably be the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and and, uh, and they just about each and every home will be quality construction. You know, and 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 like I said, the the only thing that would increase the cost would be the size of the home, and and uh, uh, that would you know, and of course we were talking about the uh, Venus project. Now that's a different home altogether, and uh, those type homes would would run up to over a hundred thousand dollars a home. Is that is that right, Minister? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So so the Venus type homes would uh, run us up into the hundred hundred fifty thousand, and and that would be more like the high class. I guess you call it high class, but in my opinion, uh, you, know, you kind of want to avoid the class system in our village. <laughs> That's my opinion. You know, we don't. That's true. 
on 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 the other folks. You know, we kind of hope everybody can live as equal in the community. That's uh, true. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, but, you're right. You're right. Yeah. See, yeah. Once once you get a chance to um to view that mm-hmm. um that documentary of the Venus Project and uh-huh. the way that they had the construction for the home. Uh-huh. It's just like it's shaped like a saucer, and you got a big pole going up the middle, and I you see. can take that saucer and disconnect it from that pole and move it to another area. Now, uh-huh. within that saucer right there could be like two or three or four bedrooms in it, you know what I'm saying? The way it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to see the video, but I'm trying to elaborate how how masculine, I mean, awesome, yeah. just like you watching the Jetson movie. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And the, the houses, he actually living inside of them, inside of one of them, him and his wife. And they have tourists come in every year, and he explains everything with the construction, the material, even down to the building equipment to construct the houses. And I mm. think it's, it's awesome. So mm. it's just like that city has its own construction material. And mm. once the, the buildings and the hotels is complete, those, um, like a crane, or you call them a crane and stuff like that, you can, they are full up and you can put them to the side. You know, mm. and I mean, mm. it, it's real awesome. And um, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you guys some pictures tomorrow of some of the um, the construction projects of the houses and the hotels because it's, it's two different types of hotels. We just gotta figure out which one we want to go with. We want to go with the ones that okay. We don't want to build a modern hotel that's 16 stories that that look like it comes out of Miami Beach. And then you got another hotel that looks like the Jetsons, and so you see that everybody wants to be in that that new space age technology because mm-hmm. you got to also remember that's what way of the future we are heading. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we're going to get some choices, but I can see for right now most of the clientele in those hotel rooms. It's going to be already pre-booked, and it's going to be hard to get people to get in because they're going to be already taken up. People are going to start booking these hotels two or three years in advance, you know what I'm saying, because the waiting list is going to be so long that we're going to start saying, hey, we're going to have to build another one, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So there's two different types of hotels that, you know, that's projected in my mind. One is with like what the Venus Project has. Yeah. And one like with the modern there, um, mm-hmm. Miami Beach, uh, Florida yeah. looking style, you know, <laughs> hotels. You know, five five stars or ten stars hotels. I'm talking about top notches hotels. And mm-hmm. my wife she has she's already um done her research on the project that she's gonna be heading and that is the nursing facility. She already got the uh, the designs, how she wants it to look, and how many 
um, how many people is going to be facilitating that and, and that part over there right there. So she's already waiting for us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, they're just yeah, breaking the ground and stuff. And then yeah. with the boys, and then with the boys' facility, it's going to be something similar to hers, but right. more of a youth um, uh, secure facility for the that the youth says. We want to try to keep them out of the prison system, so this will be a second mm-hmm. chance program that they can stay in the program and be able to be successful and graduate and get their records cleared, you know, right. so that they can go back out into the society. So I have a, uh, we have a, a, our lawyer is also the city court judge, and I also have a war court judge. Um, name and number that I can, you know, get different information from him because the way that Judge Henderson is talking about, and he's a new world court judge, is that this monetary system is getting ready to collapse. And so right now with the UN and the United Nations, um, they got different vehicles set in place so when when and if it does happen, you know, another system is going to, you know, fall in place right there. But getting back to where we are at, we got the three residents, uh, different style resident homes. And then after that, then we had to go with, okay, the convention center. We already got some pictures of some nice convention centers that's going to be there where it's going to be the convention center and welcome center together. You know, so that's going to be a big part of the project right there. And I see. then we got to start nailing down to the square feet, so how how long, how wide, you know, how much space it's going to take. Is it going to take an acre and a half just for that construction project? Which that's going to be great, you know what I'm saying, because that's where it kicks in that we'll be able to, you know, be able to hire at least 3,000 people, put 3,000 people to work in the surrounding area of Georgetown, South Carolina, and the different communities that, you know, where we'll be able to help, you know, society. That's where, you know, a lot of the, the good focus is going to come in because we are creating jobs, you know what I'm saying, and a better lifestyle and a cleaner lifestyle you know, for our citizens and all citizens, because we're going to be multicultural, you know what I'm saying? I was just um, texting yesterday um, a person over there in Ghana, and they just put out a brand-new car from scratch, and those brothers right there, I said, oh, man, if we can get into them and find out and see how we can connect you know, build bridges with that technology of those electric cars. You see what I'm saying? We can have a car lot dealership out there, too, that sells nothing but um, electric cars. You see what I'm saying? So that's to be a little bit further down the road, but we want to have to add a lot of this stuff in there. So when we get ready to present this uh, proposal, the way that we can make money, generate money, coming in and going out so that when they see this, it's going to be a win-win. 
So I'm expecting, and I want everybody to expect, that we're going to have to modify and modify and modify until it's perfect. You know, it's like you can sell it to your next-door neighbors. As soon as they see yes, you know, automatically. And so, but yet we can take our time with it, but not take too much time. And like Brother Amun said, we need to be working on this every day. <laughs> every day, every day. And I got to give that young brother, you know, two thumbs up because I, I can I can sense his spirit and yeah. his sincerity that he's been waiting for this something like this to be a part of something like this all his life, you know. So yeah, that yeah. brother, that's why we welcome him, and that's why I suggest that him and his brother um, Ron Bob work closely with that proposal. And um, anything that me and um, our vice president can do to offer you know, any other yeah. suggestions. She's going to be on a lot more conference calls with us, you know, yeah. so I'm, I'm prepping her up as we go go down the road because she's a little fast, fast for a shy at sometimes, but she, she got a left, she got a left hook that's a danger. <laughs> you be looking at that right, here come that left. That's right. Watch out for Yes, sir. I've been looking for that right, and I forgot she left-handed. So I said, oh, man, because, you know, pop it with that left. So, you know, and, and that, that's my rock right there, you know. And, you know, it's, you know, part of her vision, too, just like, you know, she is a co-founder as well because, you know, we is as one. And when we first looked at it, we, we were doing research, and she knows, Sometimes I'm up like four o'clock in the morning. I'm I'm on the computer or I'm writing this and writing that. And just over the last the last eight years, I was already being trained for this particular time because a lot of the information that I was collecting, I can just go into that trunk and pull out all those files and each and every one of those documents. It's going to fall right in place to what we're doing now. And and it, it amazed me that I said, okay, I got that material. You know, just like I told Brother Moon, I'm going to be sending you a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to look like it's way out there somewhere. But I know the brother can can see the vision that, that we're trying to put together and say, okay, I understand where Minister Henry is coming from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and also... Um, Brother Ron Bob, I got a um a mission statement or shall I say, uh, me and my wife's commitment to this project that I think I sent one to Brother Amun today and I'm gonna send one to to you, uh, Ron Bob, tomorrow to your email and with some more information as well, you know, so that y'all can have that, you know, handy. And then we probably want to go ahead and revamp our mission statement and cause and beef that up a little bit more. So this way, when they look at our mission statement and our cause, that's going to be two documents or one document so we can keep it short and plain that, okay, all I need to see is your mission statement. 
And once they read that mission statement, they all in, you know. So that'll go along with the proposal. So mm-hmm. that'll be something, you know, that won't take, it won't only probably take a day. You know, I already got the mission statements and the, the, our causes out, but I, I think we need to up, up beef it a little bit more. Okay. And add the factories in there, add the industries in there, add the, the job um, opportunities, the investment opportunities, and mm-hmm. the sponsorships, and add those sponsorships. And we need to uh, make sure that we, people that are sponsoring us, we want to make sure that their organization um, is going to get a little bit of credit you know, far as okay, we got um, we got we got King G there. You know, saying he's a sponsorship there. We got um, Tom Kaz, that's a sponsorship there. You see what I'm saying? So, but we worry about that as time goes on. So anybody that any organization that would like to be up under this umbrella, because ultimately, um. Our goal and our projective is is to reach every community in the state of South Carolina. And once we get this going, we're going to go worldwide. We're going to go global. We're going to be a bigger entity, bigger than um, Red Cross. But we're going to have an onk. <laughs> we ain't going to have no cross. We're going to have an onk. You know, that's rep- that's right. And that's representing. That's representing. That will be representing our disaster plan, and you know, uh, blood doing the blood drive and owner dog, owner um, donors, and I mean the whole thing. You know, we going we going way out there because we got to be able to give the best health care to the citizens of. I think we had went with one time um, Pine Gate uh, community or Pine Gate um, something. Then I think we starting to think about uh, my art uh, enterprise or my art village or something. So we're going to really have to come up with a name. So when they come to the interest rate, that's what they want to see. So we'll put we'll put those names in the hat and see which mm-hmm. one comes out first, and then that's okay. going to be on our billboard. Okay, yeah. Minister, I have a quick question. Um, my question is, I remember you told me about a sister from Canada who was working on the um economic development plan, and she asked yeah. you, is there anything she could do to help um let her know? Uh, just as I mentioned earlier. For the immediate goal, you know what I'm saying, we need to find somebody to, um, we basically need some researchers, you know what I mean? But the, the most important researcher that we need is a grant researcher. So, I mean, you may want to ask her sister if she could research grants, you know what I'm saying, for uh, Save Our Youth and Family Annual March. And we also need, like, a, a building material researcher, you know what I'm saying, researcher for, um, you know, development of housing stuff in that nature. So you think she may be interested in that or she may even be affluent in grant writing. You know. Right, if, right. Like, oh, I'll, I'll find, she's global. 
she global. Yeah. We definitely want to connect with her because we don't want her to slip because she's in Canada, and then you know she could look for she could look for what we need in Canada. And I'm pretty sure people in Canada got people from other countries they're connected with, maybe Europe, you know, Africa. You know what I'm saying? So we can't let her slip through the cracks. If we want to be international, like Red Cross, we really need to indulge with our international peers as much as we're doing with our national peers, you know? That's right. That's true, too. That's true. That's a part of being national and international. And also, um, one of my friends is a pastor at um, Dickinson Church. His wife, she's a, a grant writer. So I want to try to um, bring her on board. You know, we're gonna we got to have a grant writer that's executive style grant writer, and we're gonna need at least two or three, just two or three grant writers, because we just don't want to put a whole load just on one person. Because as big as this mag magnitude of this project is, we're gonna have about about. Ten different projects going on and being developed at the same time. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. like pulling a pen on a grenade. Once we pour that pen out, you got so many seconds. That's when things going to start. Instead of blowing up, it's going to blow That's up. But everything yeah. is going to start being on the building um, aspects of it. You know, yeah, so, so definitely because because, because I, um, according to your you know, the mission statement that you had on your website that I posted on mine and said that you need agriculture, you know, education, we're going to be, you know, medical and all of that. So we're going to need a grant writer to focus on, you know, medical grants. We're going to need somebody to focus on education grants, agricultural grants, you know, even uh, youth building grants, you know. So it's good that you already have one. And, and I do agree that we shall, that we shall always be looking for grant writers. And at That's the same right. time, we need somebody to actively, the whole time of the project we're working on, we need somebody to always, to actively, consistently just research grants. That's just their job. They're just dedicated to researching grants. And then we got the one dedicated to writing grants. And then when we get the grants, then we compensate them. You know what I mean? So That's I'm right. Focusing That's on, right. Focusing on that. But that's a big part because you have a nonprofit organization already established and that's the and that's the best entity for grants is is a five hundred one c three that was five hundred one c three you know what I'm saying strive off of grants you know so, that's true yeah that's right definitely like you know we need people in, in all areas and see the more people that we can have come in that that'll last a, a lot of weight off of me. So that I can focus on what I need to be really focused on, and that's going on my world tour to go ahead and get more sponsorship, get more investors in, and getting more ideals and you know different technology. What what we're gonna need and what we're gonna invent, because we got to be inventors again. We got to be creative again. So this way that we'll be able to have a market that we can sell to different states different cities and states and different countries, you know, yes. some of our products. So, you know, that's going to be definitely awesome and, and challenging, you know. Right, right. I mean, you, you could um, forward the sister from Canada, 
my contact or you can give me her contact and I will contact her personally and let her know what exactly that, that we need done, see what she could do for us. If you don't have the time, you know what I'm saying, to talk to her, then, you know, you know I would have. Right, right. I got, just like I told you before, I got a lot of emails, you know, information, names and emails in the city and state that I'm going to just go ahead and forward to you. So this way you'll be able to go ahead and deal with those those people on those areas right there because, you know, you know, you know, what, technical. You know what would be an easier idea? Um, not too long ago, I think it was a couple of days ago, I had gave you a text message with the password for the new email. Did you get it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. bag. So 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 yeah, so so I want all of us I want all of us to have access to that particular email, you know, and uh and and all of us handle business on that email. So it could be easier because you know I mean I, I know you're doing a lot, you know, we all doing a lot. So it'd be good if we could all you know what I'm saying you know help each other, you know what I'm saying focus, cover up stuff, you know, every once in a while when when another brother can't do it. And the good thing about the Gmail account, the Gmail account could be a database for contact information because in that Gmail account, you could put people's number on there, people email on there, their website, their occupation, you know, their address, all of that. So that could be our database where, we, where everybody that we associated with, you know what I'm saying, we have them on that particular, you know what I'm saying, Gmail account. And it got about 15 gigabytes of information so that means you could put like about a thousand contacts on there personally. You know what okay, I mean? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, 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 so that could, so that could, I mean, that's a free software that we could use as data building. If you look into the, to the Gmail account, you will see that, um, that I have already got some people on there, their information on there, you know? So, so whenever we have a secretary that we need them to contact certain people or make emails, they, they already know who to contact and who to find. That could be used as our database as well. That's right. That's right. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I sent um, two. I sent two um, documents to that Gmail account, and to um, I don't know. Is, did, did you get the information to Ron Bob yet? Um, no, I have been um, went on the computer today. I've been. Working on other things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Ron, Bob, and the vice president gonna need that email. I can give that to my wife and uh, today. Um, another thing, how can we? Because I know I can. I know how to send. I, I'm not, you know, computer illiterate, but you know, I, I don't know understand a lot of technology. But anyway, I know I sent the email. So if I just want to go into that. How will I be able to do that? Okay, um, I, I could explain it to you now verbally, but I also could do a video to show you as well. But okay, what well, what well, basically what you had to do is when you log into the Gmail account, um, on the far left hand side, on the top left hand side, right above the button that say compose, you'll see uh uh. uh a word saying Gmail. You click that, and then when you click it, a drop box is going to come, and they're going to say contact. And when you click the uh-huh. box that say contact, you know, um, you know, it, it, uh, you're going to see another button 
at the bottom right hand side is a circle button. It got a plus sign. When you click that button, you're able, you know what I'm saying, to um, add different contacts on there. You know, and also when you click the contact button, you you able to um, access certain groups. But I got a group on there. I got two groups. I got a staff group, and I got a mailing list group that I already put up there. The staff group is okay. everybody you know that we're associated with. I got Ron information on the staff group. I got you know what I'm saying your information on the staff group. That's about all for now. And then the mailing list group, I got everybody. I got a couple of people information who seem to be interested in what we're doing. But the mailing list okay. group, you know, what I'm saying, definitely going to have to, um, you know, be built up because that's going to be our main portal of sending information to people, you know, saying who we're interested in. So we could, so we could organize the thinking group. We could create a group for our investors where we consistently. Send the information to our investor, the group for our staff. When we send emails to our staff, a mailing list group, we send, you know, saying stuff to people who are interested. So, you know, Gmail got a lot of features that many of us not aware of. And it's perfect, uh-huh. you know, saying for running the office for, you know, secretary type um, yeah. uh, positions. You know, Gmail is, is very resourceful more than what a lot of people realize. Okay, I'm yeah. great that you did it because I know I was trying to do that, you know, uh, several months ago, and I just, you know, I, I didn't have the time. I said, man, I can't pay a bit too much right here. So, but yeah, well, uh, I, mean, as, I mean, I can send a video. I can send a video, and you know, if you if you find the secretary or anybody that you could trust, you know, what I mean, I could train the people on, on how to use it. You know, what I mean, keep tabs on it, or uh, mm-hmm. I, I, just remind me, and I'll make a video. So you could be able to look at the video so you can know how to use it and we can show other people the video, you know what I'm saying, that you trust so they can know how to use it as well. Okay, I'm going to text you um, the vice president email and uh, you can send that information to her because right now she's the one that's standing in as a um, multi-passing <laughs> uh, secretary, uh, you know, temporarily that gathers a lot of information and be able to store it in the computer. And this way you can send her that video. So in her um, spare time, she'll be able to go through the video and then she can teach me it. So this way I ain't got to worry about it until she gives it to me. Right, okay. So that would be good. Um, that'd be good to shoot that way and make sure that Ryan Bob also has that um, email address too, so, so that he can have access to that information as well and be able to add um, some more contact information on there as well. So um, let's see, let's see. How much time do we got on? Do, is we limited on time tonight? Um, no, no, we're not limited. Much time okay, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. What, what else should be um, happening on this here? Um, there's, there's so many things written on my mind here. Okay. Uh, far as uh, we got to get some more information on what kind of water treatment facility that we would like to have built as well and the materials to build that down. There's a, a company 
out of Charleston that um, makes water filtration system, and they send it. They send them. I mean, they big time. They send it all the way over to Africa. They over it. They send different equipment over to Africa, Ghana, and those places that got don't have fresh water, running water, and that dirty water can go through that machine right there, and then they'll be able to drink it. Now, I don't know if there's a, a black industry that's making something better. Um, I'll have to do a little bit more research on that and see, because I'd rather try to be as much as pro-black when it comes to uh, something in a big magnitude like that, so that if there's a uh, a factory or industry out there that's making that same product, I'd rather get them the first apps on it. You know what I'm saying? You know, the thing that a lot of us make is that, you know, we have Nubian corporations, but the problem is that we don't contract with each other. We contract with each other, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these industries that we have established to be more profitable. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we kind of, we probably going to have to be the leader of that. You know what I'm saying? When we go amongst our people and we make contracts with them, you know what I'm saying? We go up amongst our people and we sponsor them and we get somebody on to sponsor us. We kinda gotta get more into the into the business of this because the, the the problem today, you know what I'm saying, that a lot of us is sort of like individualism. You know what I mean? It's like we okay, I'm doing my own thing, he's doing his own thing. When we don't realize is that some of the most successful corporations and businesses are collaborating. Like people like like it's not just one person who owns Walmart, you know what I mean? Not just one person who owns Target, and not just one person who owns, you know, AT and T. It's a it's a whole bunch of European investors and business owners, you know what I'm saying, that bring you know what I'm saying, that 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 bring a certain piece, you know what I'm saying, to the big old corporation. And that's what King Gene Corporation is about, you know what I mean? Bringing new gen entrepreneurs together where they could, you know, sell their products out of the same market. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, saying King Jim Corporated. You know, we also sponsor, you know, we also got contractors, you know, stuff of that nature. So we kind of got to okay. probably be the leaders, you know what I'm saying, of getting our people in this type of business because when we start conducting business like that, this is when real money starts coming in. You know what That's I mean? Right. You're right. Our brothers, you know, we contract with our brothers and sisters, so that's guaranteed money. Like, hey, brother, I'm going to sign a two-year contract with you. You send me this you know what I'm saying, much shipments, you know what I'm saying, every month or every week, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, for, for you know what I'm saying, two years straight. You know what I mean? And, you know, we just yeah. we plug them up, you know what I'm saying, with other brothers, you know what I'm saying, with other sisters, you know what I mean? This type of, type of That's business right. model that need to be designed. That's know? right. That Definitely. That's just like that, um, that, that industry that's over there in Ghana. That's black-owned, black manufacturer, and that's from some of the brightest minds of our people that, you know, engineered the first electric car. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They even, they even made solar panels so that if you have a laptop or a cell phone, that solar panel could generate, you know, the juice for your your laptop or your cell phone, but they don't have that technology here in um in the United States because they want you to go ahead and replace the battery 
if you start having problems with your cell phone. Well, these guys got this gadget. All you had to do is plug it up to the side of to your um your headphone part, and that right there will recharge the battery. So there's right. a lot of technology that's over there in South Africa that we'll be tapping into because I'm talking with a brother now that's more in the avenue of economics and investing in Africa. And in turn, because over in Africa, the way I understand it, there's some billionaires that's, oh, yeah. looking for, that's looking for projects just like what we're doing to see how yeah. they can fit in and how we can exchange you know, you know what the African brothers tell me? The African brothers tell me it is easy to get rich in Africa. I got a brother in Africa. He's from Burkina Faso. He got a um, he got his own city. You know, he got his own farm. You know, he got his own little community. He, he came to America to Missouri to one of the best solar, I mean, solar technology uh, businesses out here to to check out some of their their products. And he going back to Africa, and he building solar technology in in, in Burkina Faso. You know what I mean? So, um, so that brother said that he gonna blow up because nobody else is bringing that to the market. He like when you bring something to the market of Africa, everybody comes to you. You know what I mean? They don't look nowhere else. Like if you was the first person to come over there, you know, saying let's just use prune juice. You know what I mean? Everybody in the right. country gonna come to you for prune juice. You know, and, and and people don't know, man, it's a lot of money in Angola, Nigeria, and Ghana. Don't, man, don't, don't brothers out there is making billions, man. They're not going to tell you that in the USA news. You got billions and millionaires. Some brothers is getting money out there in Africa. They is not poor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, you got poor people everywhere, but the country, as far as the um, gross, um, National product, man. Uh-huh. Nigeria alone make a, a trillion dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? They're, you know right, what I'm saying? The whole right. economy. They they already surpassed. You know South Africa. You know, and right. and they purely independent. You know what I'm saying? They they they're not they're not in control by you know what I'm saying by 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 the Europeans. You know what I'm saying? And um uh, and Ghana had that same um independence, and Angola had that same independence. Now Nigeria and, Tanz- and Tanzania um, getting ready to, to, to establish a um, they call it a sovereign wealth fund. They getting ready to start their sovereign wealth fund. So you know what I mean it's like right now our people economically in the continent of Africa is waking up. You know and that's the most scariest thing for the Pelman because they know when our people wake up, man, we are gonna be rich over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Yes, over sir. a year. You know what I'm saying? And they losing money dramatically. That's why they killed, you know what I'm saying, Gaddafi. Because Gaddafi was, was going to execute a plan that was going to make Europe and America broke overnight. Mm. Yes, you know sir. Yes, sir. Overnight. Yeah, and mm. that, that's yeah. why Gaddafi got you know, assassinated because he was getting ready to send billions of dollars over to the Africa for for the economy over there, and, and the United States said no, we can't have that. So they had to take him out. They're gonna tell him, but he had weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, but guy ain't find none when you went over there. You know, saying you went over there to rob the riches from the land over there and all the artifacts that was worth billions of dollars. You know, and that told a story. 
our story, you know, saying of the power and the strength that we once possessed it and getting uh, really, ready to really, reclaim really it the again. Biggest, the biggest threat that the biggest threat was him getting ready to establish three banks. One bank was going to take place of the IMF, you know, the International Monetary Fund, but they were going to have the mm-hmm. African Monetary Fund. They were going to have that bank, and then they are going to have a, a, an investor bank, you know, saying for African investment, and then they were going to have um, a bank that's backed up that issue currency, uh, a, uni- uh, a, a, a universal currency in Africa, you know what I'm saying, well, that's backed up by gold. You know what I mean? You know the American dollar is not backed up by gold. And Mudafi was going to, you know what I'm saying, uh, fund their own telecommunication system. Their own telecommunication system, which means that in Europe makes $500 million a year out of their telecommunication system. So that, so that's the real reason why they killed them, because they know if that was going to happen, they can't make money off of Africa. You know what I mean? Right. But they ain't right. nothing, because... The Africans ain't sleep no more. You know, you can only rip people off for so long. Now is the best time for us to connect with our brothers and what we need to, the barrier that we need to break through right now is them trying to block us from having trade. We need to trade with them, brother. We need to contract with them, brothers. They need to be sending stuff to us. We need to be sending stuff to them. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. We could get shit from Africa because it's a lot closer than China. That's right. That's true. That's true. That's definitely true. And that's why I like this. We like this ideal area here, is because it has a waterway. Now, well, we're gonna have to spend, you know, about maybe about five million dollars to get it dressed so that those cargo ships will be able to come in. But we can set up a contract with uh, the Port of Charleston. To, um, those ships are coming in and anyway, you see what I'm saying? And all we have to do is have a fleet of um, tractor trailers to go down to um, Charleston and pick up, you know, our cargo. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't want to dredge it so deep that a cargo ship can come up there. All I want to come on that waterway is maybe a Caribbean cruise ship you know, will be able to come in or a many Caribbean cruise ships to come in to get some of the tourists from Charleston and bring them down here to Georgia. So that's going to have to be added also into our, um, what, what I was talking about that, um, oh, it was just on my mind. Uh, when we start doing uh, our advertisement, and really pushing to get that information out of what we're doing. There was another term that I we had used. It wasn't advertisement, um, media. No, it wasn't media. It was something that it was on my mind. It just slipped it. But anyway, you know, when we start focusing on that right there, and that's where the television program's coming in and our advertisement slots is coming in and stuff like that. So we had to definitely push on that, too, to get what we're doing out there on a wider scale. So that's what it's going to cause. And I'm doing a, a little bit of that now, reaching out to a lot of people. Like we got um, um, Arthur um, Chisholm in Charleston. He has his own production. And then your father 
He's also is in that same arena. So once we can start getting that um, publicity start to going in, and even, you know, just came to my mind that we can run something like Jerry Lewis had did back in the day, a telethon. You see what I'm saying? Because a perfect, a perfect example, you guys, what South Carolina just went into, if we were set in place and had our disaster preparedness um, crew, we would have been one of the first ones that's going to respond to help these people out because we ain't got enough. The uh, Red Cross ain't set up that big in South Carolina to handle the magnitude that went down in the last three days in South Carolina. So that's X amount of dollars. That's billions of dollars right there just in disaster preparedness that we could have we could have been tapping into. You know, so just to put that bug in our ears right there, I, I just seen the opportunity that they would have called us to help respond to, you know, to bring some boats out there, the uh, the food trucks, bring water, because there are over 200,000 people that don't have, you know, drinking water now, you know what I'm saying? So we could have been responding to that as well. So I see a lot of the opportunity that... Um, that we experiencing right here in South Carolina, or should I say, you know, when I say we, me and my wife is experiencing here in South Carolina, our economic development plan is going to facilitate a lot of things outside of our boundaries, you see what I'm saying, so that we can be able to respond to our communities where Red Cross can't respond and won't respond unless there's a certain amount of disaster because um, Nikki Haley, which is our governor, she called for a state of emergency, but it's not at the magnitude that she had to call FEMA to come in and help to to assist. So everything is being done with South Carolina. South Carolina is an independent state. If they don't have to ask the government for nothing, they're not going to do it, even if they're they crawling on their knees. But yet, while they're crawling on their knees, there's a lot of people that are suffering, a lot of people that is, you know, that don't have no insurance on their property, don't have no income coming in but Social Security. So how are some people going to be able to reveal what was destroyed by water? You see what I'm saying? So uh, it's a lot that's going on, but I know that our ancestors are definitely is working through all of us because they linked us together, you know, saying for this specific period in time, you know. So let's put our best foot forth, and that strong foot is that left foot, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And that's, that's why when the military, they say, your left, your left. Uh-huh. Your left, right, left. So they yeah. showing some of the things from ancient Kemet, you know, saying mm. that that left foot is your power foot. And I was, mm. I was thinking, I was thinking that my right foot is my powerful. But by being re-educated, your left mm. foot is the strongest. So mm. let's march, let's march on our left foot from now mm. on until mm. we can get to the place where we where we want to be at. You see what I'm saying? Not what is going to be imposed on us. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's what we want now. And right. we we have all the ancestors, all the ancestors, and the cosmos, and that positive energy and the positive drive working for us. Yeah. So, how it says in the Bible, no weapons formed against us is going to prosper. And we find the, we're going to hold those words right there to the test. <laughs> so we can, we, we definitely can do it. Because mm-hmm. as we, as we get more people involved, and long as they on that same vibration, that same motivation, that same drive that we are on, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We can get there because just like in the first time when I talked to um, uh, Brother Rob, Ron Bob, you know what I'm saying, right here in the state of South Carolina, they're on Labor Day. That's mm-hmm. for Bikers Weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's $11 million in three days. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. If they can, if they can accumulate $11 million in three days, hey, God, mm-hmm. imagine what we can do in a week. Right, so right. that's why I want us to, you know, try to work diligently, you know, so this way when, when the next Labor Day come around, we'll be able to get at least $5 million. But look, but, but look, but, but look at Minister, I mean, this is, as far as campaigning concerned, this is something that we really need to keep in mind because this, gonna, this what I'm about to tell you right now is going to be one of the most effective forms of campaigning. That what we have to do is go to major events. I'm talking about events for the thousands, hundreds of our people. You know what I'm saying? Like-minded brothers, such as what Ron Bob getting ready to do on the 10th with the Million Man March. We need to go to events like that, and we need a team of people to go and get emails. Emails is more important than passing out flyers. Emails is more important than passing out business cards because if a person lose the fire or the business card or throw away, you can never hear from them again. But once you got the email, they can always hear from you, and eventually they will bite. You know what I mean? Eventually they will bite. So we need to give our people emails, and we need to, you know what I'm saying, go to the venues and set up presentation. We tell people about this economic blueprint. Just like how um, Brother Ron Bob got the proposal, we need to show our people this proposal. Let them know what type of opportunities that they have out there. You know what I mean? We got we to gotta get these grant things established and let our people know that there's opportunities for them to, you know what I'm saying, do agriculture. There are opportunities for them to, um, you know, do youth building and stuff in that nature. But, 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 we, but we need to start planning on, on being act, actively going to some major events. And, and all of us, every single last one of us, no matter what position or role we play, should go out there and actively accumulate emails. Get a mailing list and accumulate emails. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Good yeah. idea. Good idea. So, yeah, um, we need to reach out. Yes. Okay. I, that's one thing I didn't get a chance to look at is that um, that flyer. I know you sent me a copy of it, and I have a lot more time tomorrow. Now that my car, well, our car is working again, I'll just go ahead and look at that email and then I need that on flyer and uh, either ask a little bit to it or just say go ahead and run with it because you know, time is at an essence. And Brother Ron Bob, you still uh, planning on going to the Million Man March? 
Yes, yes. I still plan on going. Uh, I did get a copy of the flyer from Brother Amun, and uh, we'll be using that flyer when I go out there. We, we would like to distribute uh, the flyers out there, and like I said, it's just just to uh, fellowship, let the brothers know, you know, okay. what we're about, what we're about, and hopefully, and hopefully, we'll have a website that they can go to, and when they go to the website, it'll have a um, a place where they can fill in their information for the email and you know get on the, the email list and okay, so that'd be great so let's put that that new gmail email account um information on that flyer if it's not already on there let's, let's add that new email on there address on there okay That's where we make so we have all the update information contact right. information on there as well Okay. You know, okay. So we all we all have access to it, and when we pass out the flyers, they have, you know, we, we have two systems going: the emails and the flyers. So that's a gain of, you know, a lot more emails, you know, just through the flyers and through the emails. Right. So right. That, right. that's great. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that the email is tight, so I, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, how do you how do you say? It? I, I'm not gonna veto that bill right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, look here, Minister. Look here, Minister. We already had the flyers. We already had the flyers. Um, I think the next step for us to do, you know, what I'm saying is, um, we should all pitch in. And get at least about five thousand of these flyers printed, it, and uh-huh. plan on and, and and make plans to go to an event, another major event. I mean, we could all, we, we, no matter where it's at, we could all meet up there. Let's just say there was a, a major event in Chicago. You know, what I mean, me, you, and Rob, Bob, you know, what I'm saying go to Chicago, we meet. You know, what I mean, we pass off the flyers. You know, what I'm saying we get the the, the email address. You know what yeah. I mean? Because we gotta we gotta reach out to the people, brother, and we wanna go to the right places because when we go to events for a lot of like minded individuals then we'll get a better response. But we just go out here to the streets, you know, it's all kinda of crazy niggas in the streets. We we may be raising our time, we may mess around and get attacked, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of these brothers ain't probably ain't got the comprehension level to understand what we're saying. So, <laughs> It gets no, that rough. Right. It gets that rough out there, brother. Moon. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> it yeah, that it can, yeah, it can, it can get rough anywhere, man. You know what I mean? You, say, you don't want to go to you don't want to go to Walmart and talk to niggas about economic programs. <laughs> you never, you never know what you're gonna catch out there. Show. I want to make sure I go to an event where there's a whole bunch of like-minded brothers that will understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? More economic events. I want to know yeah. what type of people I'm dealing with. I ain't gonna go out there. It's a wilderness out there, brother. <laughs> and you in Houston, bro, Bob? You know, it's yeah. a wilderness out there, brother. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. out, out there in Houston, you could have a gun on your side, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a gun on your side and one of the big old hats on your head, man, and walk around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yes, right. Sir. So, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. We go to the right event with the right type of people, man. You know, yeah. that's, that's the most important step, the campaign. Yeah, that's right. And, now, what about and I believe... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I think ahead. tomorrow, um, 
I have a, my sister-in-law, Ron Bob, uh, that has one of those folding tables and one of those, um, I guess you'd call it like something like a tent or something like that. Right, so I'm right. I'm pretty sure that I can go ahead and get that, so I'm going to go by there tomorrow. And okay. then I'll hit you back up tomorrow with a text or a phone call and let you know that that's the goal. Okay, that. do we have a chance to, We need. I guess we need to check in the procedure for booth space out there also, Minister. I, 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 know, I think you mentioned that you may check into it. If not, uh, maybe uh, uh, I know you. I know you all got a situation up there, but maybe a, a brother Moon could check on that and see what the uh, procedure is for setting up a booth. Help for the million man march. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Vice no, president, the, the, the million man march. Is he still on? I, I won't be. I, I won't be yeah. able to make this. I, I won't be able to make this million man march, bro. Uh, yeah. For the next yeah. event, I could I could probably make it. We, I mean, we gotta we gotta start planning the events in advance so we could get prepared yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, brother Amun, how do we look at as far as social network is concerned and reaching out towards like on Twitter and Facebook? Well, okay. Um, you talking about and you talking about finding events? Well, no. As far as like a strategy, because I know it's a lot of brothers of like mind that are on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, and I wonder if we could maybe develop a strategy on reaching out to those brothers, also. You know. Okay. Um, you know, you know, but that's pretty much that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? I got, a, okay. I got, a, I got a, I got a very deep following. You know, what I'm saying on Twitter and, and Facebook, okay. you know, what I'm saying and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, but, oh, good. But, but 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 I believe it'll be you know what I'm saying a lot more effective. You know what I mean? If if yeah. we go out into reach the field. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's just as effective. That hand-to-hand combat. That's that's just as effective. You know, definitely. Uh, yeah. 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 Got to get to the people's face so they can't run away. Cause on Twitter they could run away. Yes. <laughs> but they could run away from the information. You know, what I, mean? I ain't trying to chase people down to beat them in the head with it. But you know, I got, right. I could be more persuasive if I see them face to face. You know. Mhm. Mhm. That's right. That's right. That hand-to-hand combat, I, 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 I'm all for that, you know, because brothers like that personal approach, you know. And, and, and you know, you, if you get one brother out of 100, you know, it's worth it, you know. And, and you know, if you get one good brother out of 100, it's worth it, you know, because that, that one brother helps us out a whole lot. So, right. so that's yeah. definitely, definitely. Wait, uh, wait. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Our vice president, she has some information, uh, Brother Ron, Bob, far as um, is they going to have any booths out there. She got a Muslim sister of hers out of um, Rochester gave her some information. So we're going to okay. go on to that website with the nation to see exactly okay. what's going on with the booth. So we'll let you know about okay. that tomorrow. Good, tomorrow. good. Good, because we got to keep an eye on that weather. Because I understand that 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 rain is moving up toward DC. Uh, I don't know if it hit yes. already, but we want to keep our eyes on that also. That's, um, that's can right. I say something right quick? Yes. When yes. I spoke to when I spoke to my sister, she gave me a website and told me where to go at. Um, okay. She also stated that you have to register for justice or else. Okay, for justice or else. Okay. Dot com. She said that's where you would have to go, and they will let you know 
on that website if you are allowed to open up a booth or whatever you need to do. Okay. Okay. Okay, good, good. Is, Just that, is that dot com or dot org? Dot com. Gotcha. All right. I'm gonna check that out. Justice or L. Okay. Mm-hmm. Justice for L. Or okay. L. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm gonna check it out and see what, what the uh what the requirements are. Okay. Good, good. Wow. So um, one thing, one thing I want to mention is that most of the events that take place are in New York at the National Black Theater. A lot of them take place. That's a good place to network, you know, with a lot of our people. And I believe it costs twenty five dollars to set up a booth there. And usually, when people set up a booth there, they make about five hundred dollars. So if if we get products that we could sell every time we go travel somewhere. The network, we, we can make our money back, you know, by setting up a booth and we have products that we sell. So it's mm-hmm. like we, we get everything back, our ticket money, our, you know, board money and everything. What, what event is this again, Brother Amon? Uh, National Black Theater. National yeah. Black Theater? Yep, in Harlem, New York. They have a lot of events. They have stuff like every week, brother, every, just about every week. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very active over there. But you know, um, we 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 probably should probably. I mean, what 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 probably work easier for you, brother, since y'all in the south, and keep an eye out on Atlanta. Atlanta have quite a few events too. Because I know I know you guys in the south, so you guys may be a lot closer to Atlanta. But you know, New York. If New York have a very very major event, it would be great to go up there because. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of it's a lot of like-minded individuals over there. You know, it's, it's good opportunity to make money once you do vending and stuff in that nature. So we should keep our eyes on Atlanta and New York. Okay, Atlanta and New York. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Atlanta and New York. Okay. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make a note of that. And uh, yeah. <coughs> Yeah, I basically share what I had to share for the night. Anybody else have anything? Do you have anything else to add to it? Uh-uh. Nope. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to try in my meantime to try to get a connection out in New York City and Harlem. I got some people out there, some blood family out there. I got to see what kind of level they are on. And see if we can get somebody that's gonna rep. See, it'll be good if we can get somebody to represent every, at least every state. You see what I'm saying? Because that'll be a big, that'll be a big territory for one person that that one person can get, you know, ask somebody to help come out. You see what I'm saying? And that'll be a good idea as well. But I try to reach out to New York City and um, even my hometown, Utica, New York, because Utica, New York is only about 200 miles from um, the Big Apple. Okay. uh, We're trying to work on that and Atlanta as well. Okay. Okay. So that's what it's about, brother, building the team, man, going around. 
the nation and building the team because after we meet so many people, we probably wouldn't have to go to many of these states. We could just send some brothers in New York, some flyers, and they will go out there and check out the world. You know what I mean? Have some people work for us. They represent us, and we represent them. You know, so yeah. in the beginning, we gotta we probably we gonna have to start reaching out to people first in the beginning. You know, or early stages. Yeah, that's right. Right. And 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 also to um to reassure everyone too that you know everything that we're doing we will be getting compensated for that. You know okay. what I'm saying? So if you want to track your time or, or the time that you're putting in, right. your word is your bond with me. You know. Right. And so right. this way, I want to make sure that you know you'll be able to write your own check. So I put right. it like that. Right. Yeah, and your mm-hmm. check will be good. But let's, mm-hmm. on a smaller scale, uh, from this day forth, um, I got a account, a business account here in Georgetown. And mm-hmm. at least, without hurting anybody's budget, I say we start paying $25 per person and just to try to start building up that bank account. So, when yeah. we do need to go to different places, I don't right. want Ron Bob pulling all out of his pocket. I don't want to pull out mm-hmm. all of my pocket and Brother yeah. Moon pull out of his pocket and Sister right. you know, Vice President herself pull out of her pocket. So this way, mm-hmm. you know, uh, y'all can make those uh, tech or money order out to Save Our Youth mm-hmm. and Family Annual March and okay. just put um, the ad, our address is 1527 Front Street in Georgetown, and okay. I go ahead and deposit that in the okay. bank, and either right. every quarterly or every annually, I send right. each and in, each individual um, mm-hmm. a, a banking statement so that you have mm-hmm. that banking statement and see that mm-hmm. how much is going to be growing from um, mm-hmm. the state um, for starting okay. in October. So. I'll be bringing right. my deposit um, next week after the storm if we don't have to um, right. evacuate out of South Carolina. Oh, okay. So okay. That's, that's what I'm asking. I'm not asking too much because right. I know yeah. you guys is already doing an ample enough job and yeah. gathering information and you're taking the time. And we realize right. that. So that's why I say $25 back. That would help show your sincerity yeah. and your commitment. Yeah. One thing I have learned, if you invest in more than just your time yeah. into something, you're most likely is going to stick with it. That's right. Feel That's right. Not saying That's that right. you're not going to stick with it, but this will show that, no. okay, this is on the books. Yeah. You know, and this way we're pushed forward than anybody else knew that come mm-hmm. in, uh, yeah. they can do the same thing. And that's good mm-hmm. that that brother set up that account for that email, for uh, the new Gmail. And yeah. so when we get ready to do business cards, and I want everybody to have their own business cards, if you feel comfortable getting your own business cards, you know, say mm-hmm. make sure that that email address is on those business cards as well with your contact yeah. information. Right. So yeah, I, I believe that's, that's all that I have. One more quick question, Minister. Uh, how is that Sampit River looking? Is it that Sampit River? Is it overflowing, or what does it look like right now? 
Uh, the Tampa River right now is, is overflowing, but it's at a minimum now because it, it's kind of like it, it's off and on because we got high tides and low tides, and then this, this weather surge is uh-huh. causing another system. Okay. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. I know the Tampa River... Um, by our property, I think I'm gonna have to take. I, I'm gonna have to go out there and take a look. Okay. So this okay. way I can assess, you know, right. any damages and put that into our projections too. Because okay. I know yeah. we're gonna have to build up a third, a third wall around yeah. that property right there. Yeah. Or or look okay. into a budget. Or look into a budget for uh, flood insurance for that area. I was just yes. getting ready to say that. Yeah, yeah, look at that. But now the next thing, uh, uh, Minister, is I guess we're going to have to try to get with the owners to to get to get them to commit to a contract, you know, and yes. because cause I think that uh, we can start selling these lots. Uh, everybody okay. I to, everybody I mentioned to it, they want to know when they, you know, where they sign up at. I'm going to buy a lot. So okay. um, if we can figure out how we're going to go in and ask them for a contract. In other words, you know, we we do a land contract and they give us a year. Uh, they may give us longer, but say they give us a year to sell those lots. I think we can do that. We can do that. And and what and what we can do is set up an account at the bank and let everybody know. You know, start contributing your money if you want your lot. Start paying your money for the lot. And and the document will say if we don't buy the property, your money will be refunded or something like that. But I I I, I feel good about selling four thousand lots. I think we can get we can sell those lots. And all we need to do is get a contract with the with the land uh, property owner to give us a year to sell those lots. Okay, great. I, I glad I glad you brought that up. Because um, I was thinking along that line before the stamp, the storm comes in, get in contact with the real estate and yeah. um, get uh, what they call uh, what you call this on the line, um, uh, a purchase offer. Purchase um, offer. I, yeah, to, to have that some kind of documentation that we are definitely going to get this property. But then I know how these white folks say, you know, say, well, we need some earnest money up front. But yeah, right. I still can, we, we still think without even having any earnest money up front, we can get that document. And uh, we'll go with the $11 million for right now. You see what I'm saying? That will lock us in there. Because if we go in there less than that, then they're going to say, well, okay, then you got to put up some bonus money. Yeah. So, well, yeah. We, we, I, I make sure that there's a clause in there that that offer that they are projecting of $11, $11 million that when it comes down to um, exchanging money, that we can renegotiate you know, for a lower amount, if it's possible, yeah. which I know it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way you want to approach them when, you, when you're when going for that contract, you have a nonprofit organization and you're looking for, you want to do a camp for your kid. Okay, that's all they need mm-hmm. to know. That's all they need to know. 
You want to do a camp for your kids because if you tell them white folks what we're doing, (laughs) they're going (laughs) to. So all you looking for, you want to (laughs) take So you want to purchase a camp for your kid, and you you got you got some grants. Hello, did we did we lose sight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah, still here. Brown Bob, you still here? He probably caught. Somebody got disconnected. Purcell, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I think Rob Bob. Yeah, yeah. But he did make a good point just now about the camp, you know. Yeah. Because if Uh, you do tell them too much, if how that saying said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. Right. And you're trying to keep you're trying to keep them white folks from knowing too much about what's going on. It stretch the truth a little bit, you know. We want to do it for a camp. We want to get it for, you know, the kids, where the kids can be able to have a place to come, you know, mm-hmm. so that way we could do that, get that contract done. Okay, that would be great. So when I get in to talk to um, our lawyer, and what I do, I, I'll contact Ron Bob so that he can um, explain how he wants that purchase offer for that contract to be drawn up, and then um, that's the way we'll go. Then we'll go ahead and submit that. Hopefully, we can do that next week. Get that contract. Well, let me ask you a question: Is it yeah. any way that y'all um, get all three of y'all together and go to the lawyer? You see what I'm saying? Well, or go to the, go to the homeowner. Well, I What's wish we could go directly to the homeowner, but he lives in England. So um, I can have Ron Bob and Brother Amon. We can do a conference call from the lawyer's office. You see what I'm saying? Because um, Ron Bob, he's in Texas, and Brother Amon, he's up in. Um, mm-hmm. Is yeah, I'm, in, I'm in, in New England area, you know, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Okay, in Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah, he's up there where um, Valor and my niece is a nephew lives at. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, for Rhode Island, uh, Massachusetts area over there. We have family up in that area up there, too. And how's the temperature over there at night? Oh man, it, right now it's, it's it's pretty cool. Not too cool, but it's pretty cool. Oh okay, well about fifty degrees or something like that. Yeah, around the fifties, forties. Yeah, I'll oh, be okay. looking for snow pretty soon, right? Oh yeah, definitely around November. Yeah, and that's right around the corner. Oh, right around the corner, getting prepared for that now. Yes, oh. see, see how y'all can take that snow. I can't take it no more. Now, I'm trying to get away. I'm trying to get about this whole snowing environment. I need to go, you know, down south or something. I'm about tired of this snow. <laughs> brother, we we, we going to try to pave a way for you to come down here, brother, because we need you down here, you know, on yeah. the rail. And I, and I was hoping, Ron, 
Yes, sir. I was hoping Ron Bible called back because I had a question I needed to ask him about that bank that's in um, that's in D.C. that is possibly is going to front us eleven million dollars. And I need to I need to find out and see did he get back in contact with them. I know he already gave me some information about the black bank in um, North Carolina. But eventually we'll be having our own bank. But we have to use what we can use, you know, in order to get ourselves in a place where we will have and own our own bank. So when those mortgages uh, payments come around, they're going into our bank and nobody else's bank. You know what I'm saying? So we'll probably have to buy those contracts back um, later on, but we eventually have all those contracts coming right back to our bank. We have to buy them, you know. So, but I, I think his either his phone because I think um, Texas is two hours behind us, right? Oh well, no, I'm Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, but Texas is I think Texas is two hours behind. Uh, it's, a, it's an hour behind the day central. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they melt in time, so they probably is two hours. Okay. So that means that it's like 1024 here, so that'd be... So do you need me anymore? Uh, baby, you go ahead. Okay. It was nice talking yeah. to you. All right. It was nice talking to you guys, too. I can't wait to meet you. Oh man, likewise, likewise. Have, have a good night. All right, you guys too. Peace. All right. Okay, so I, uh, I'll be talking with you um, as the days go on, my brother. And um, I see you as probably hit you up tomorrow just in case I have any other questions or anything like that. But I, I'm so comfortable and confident that we'll be pushing forward. Yes, sir. All right, Minister Henry. Have a good evening, brother. All right, you too, you too. Be safe. All right, my hotel. My hotel.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.